I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. It's Monday the 13th of March. My goodness, over the past week there have been thousands of flight delays and cancellations and so I thought it would be good time for one of those regular catch-ups where my colleague Charlotte Hindle asks lots of questions and I do my best to answer them. Hello Charlotte. Yes, hi. Uh, So uh, lots and lots of people are really confused about when they can and when they can't claim for delays on planes. So could we just start with when you can claim? Well, you have absolutely a duty of care from the airline to you if it is a UK airline or it's any airline leaving um, anywhere in the UK or more widely Europe um, or indeed coming back if you are on a UK or European flight and the rules are very straightforward once the delay hits two hours if you're flying a short distance three hours if you're flying a longer distance or four hours if you're flying a very long distance then the airline has to provide you with meals and, if it turns out to be necessary, accommodation entirely at its expense and it is supposed to organise it. Uh, but also, is there some, some monetary compensation? Well, that all depends on what the cause is. If it is something that is clearly beyond the airline's control, that might be a security issue very often it's terrible weather that certainly put pay to a lot of uh, flights over the past week or so and if the weather hasn't got you then quite possibly the french air traffic control strike has but if it's something that the airline has control over and that might be just a technical problem because the airlines are supposed to keep their planes in tip-top condition yes they will have to compensate you if you arrive at least three hours late. Can you just give me some examples of when you can't claim for a delay? Weather? Um, Bad weather, yes. Strikes, although there is some dispute about whether if the airline's own staff are on strike, whether or not you should be able to uh, get some compensation. Um, Staff shortage is generally regarded as... A cause for you getting compensation but I'm afraid it's one of these very messy things where you know I've got a few times some cash compensation uh, that has been pretty much entirely overrunning engineering works fixing the plane on one of its routine checks and um, that's happened to be twice on British Airways once on Ryanair the money came in pretty quickly Okay, what about um, air traffic control? Can you, um, uh, um, if there's a problem with air traffic Can you claim or can you not claim? Uh, You can't claim if it's air traffic control. However, 
Um, this hints at one of the many, many problems with these rules, which is that a lot of delays are going to be a mix of stuff. So let's take um, today where we've got, I uh, think, air traffic control strikes maybe still rumbling on in France. We've got uh, ground handlers and uh, in, in Berlin who are on strike. That's going to slow things down. We've had bad weather. Um, and it might be that actually there's a fault on an aircraft which also costs a couple of hours. But because if you've got multiple factors, and many of them have, then the airline's just going to say, it was weather, it was air traffic control, um, it's, it was a strike, it doesn't matter, uh, we don't have to pay you. And it's really, really difficult to extract um, who, who exactly is right. OK, so just backing up a little bit, um, uh, you can claim accommodation and food if necessary and also there is some monetary um uh, you know some financial um money coming your way as well look this applies for both delays and cancellations there are two halves to this legislation the first half is duty of care whatever the cause of that uh, it really doesn't matter um the, the, the cause is immaterial they have to look after you at their expense the other part is delays or cancellations where it is the airline's um, fault that it's cancelled then you can get some uh, cash compensation as well and if the airline is saying no it's not our fault at all um, then you could kind of pursue it in a legalistic way or you could just get in touch with uh, one of the many claims handlers um, in particular companies such as bot and co where yes you're going to lose about a third of your money if you get compensation but they will have a pretty strong idea of whether or not you're going to get any and if they pursue the claim for you you can be fairly confident of course the airlines absolutely loathe and despise these rules because they seem pretty jolly random there's no resemblance to how much you paid for the flight it doesn't make any difference whether your delay is three hours or 33 hours you still get the same compensation okay. so i think they're bonkers rules okay so is there some type of independent and final arbiter so i mean you know who who decides how late a flight is right well that's very easy i'm going to do that okay. straight away the it's the arrival time um plus uh if they get the first door open before three hours late then it doesn't count as delayed um, but how but, do we know that? Where, where, where's the record? OK, well, the, you can, for instance, go onto Flight Radar 24 and look up your flight number and that will give you um, a good idea. What they put in is the touchdown time, the time the wheels actually hit the um, runway. Generally, it's five to ten minutes after that. Uh, sometimes these things are very, very neck and neck. There was a, a, a Thompson, uh, sorry, forgive me, Tui flight from Birmingham to Barbados the other day where they, I think they got the door open at two hours and 58 minutes. That is quite sufficient. And that kind of shows how rubbish the rules are. Um, in that case... So what do you mean quite sufficient? Well, quite sufficient it, it, not to pay anything? Not to pay, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but it's getting the door open. It's not enough to say, oh, we landed... Uh, yeah. Two hours, 59 minutes late. They've actually got to be on stand with the passenger door open. OK. And who keeps the logs of why a flight was delayed? Because that seems well, to be really oh, key. Oh, yeah. And, and look, you, you hinted at why... You know, is there anybody actually watching this and adjudicating? No. The Civil Aviation Authority kind of 
um, from time to time has had a go at saying what the causes were, but it's incredibly difficult. And I am lobbying for so-called no-fault compensation. Airlines, I can absolutely guarantee, do not want to delay you. They absolutely, generally, don't want to cancel flights either. They want to get you to your destination. Um, the rules are onerous enough in terms of care, but um, the cash compensation thing is, is just mad. And I'll just run through what you can get. So, shorter flights, it's £220. Medium distance flights, it's 350 Longer flights, 520 except that only kicks in after four hours. If it's only three hours late, you get £260. I mean, okay. th these things have been decided by... Yeah, by who? <laughs> ludicrous system of, um, uh, of, of court cases at the European Court of Justice um, after this very flawed legislation came in. OK, so uh, uh, your plane is late. Uh, you think um, um, that the, the, the cause complies with you getting um, uh, you know some type of um, uh, financial compensation uh, what do you then do well you can uh, I've, I've done this I've um, talked to British Airways they I was coming back from um, yes but, yes but you're a journalist you're a travel no, journalist no, I'm, 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 I'm so I talked to British Airways in a legalistic way where I said I'm going to take you to I said I'd like some compensation please um, you cancelled my flight from uh, Milan um, to Heathrow there were no problems at either it was just that you were having some difficulties elsewhere and eventually they sent me a very 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 long and detailed um, legal defence and I looked at it and I just thought probably this isn't you know this isn't going to end well for me so I shall abandon that but otherwise as I say go to the claims um, handlers because they will if they think, oh, yeah, we can get a couple of hundred quid out of this and there'll probably be other people on that flight and we can get money out of them too, don't worry, they will pursue it. If they won't, that's a pretty good sign. OK, so you're not saying that, you know, because the rest of us, we're, we're just, we're, we're, you know, we're just passengers. Um, uh, you're not saying that we should email customer services at any of the, um, you know, at any of the airlines um, and say, I was on this flight, it was late, um, oh. and I believe that I'm due some compensation. Forgive me, I should have said, yeah, of course, if you think you are due compensation, then you go immediately to the airline. Do not go to a claims handler. Because sometimes they'll say, yeah, well, you were banged to rights. What's your bank account details? And the money turns up. And it, uh, you know, as I say, BA have done that couple of times um Ryanair have uh, have done that for me there was no problem at all it's only when there is a dispute uh, where they say actually I think you'll find it was a strike or air traffic control or bad weather or okay. security then you go to the claims handlers yeah. the other thing that we're finding um in terms of all the letters that are coming in um, um is that people are going to the airline and say and, and saying that they've, they've had the delay etc etc the airline just hasn't got back to them Oh, sure. And, I, and that's where it comes into. They might get back yeah. to you because you're a travel journalist, but they don't get back to passengers. Oh, sure. And that is particularly the case for a non-UK-based or Ireland-based airline. So, uh, yes, I, I get the same number names popping up every time. And it's effectively um, them saying, ha, 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 we're based in country X. And even if that's in the EU, of course, we um, decided not to be in the EU and that means that it's much much more difficult and they know that claiming money from an eu company now than it used to be um so yeah you we just need the 
civil aviation authorities to say, hey, you know what the rules are. Um, we are the national enforcement body. We are going to enforce them. But um, we're some way from that, I'm afraid, Charlotte. And I wish we weren't. And I do keep reminding at every possible opportunity, ministers, that um, it really would be a great idea if they enforced the rules because they know and I know and the airlines know what those rules are. Yeah, it's a it's a silly system. Um Airlines will do their best to get you on time. Um, and in terms of uh, finding out when your plane landed, well, just um, best thing to do is look at your watch. And if necessary, even get, if you think it's over three hours late, get a picture of the door being opened and that will have a timestamp on it and you can take it from there. But really, most of them aren't, you know, two hours 55 to three hours, five minutes there. They're a lot longer than that. And what about the causes? In terms of the causes, you, you just have to um, uh, say, well, I know that it was because you didn't have enough um, staff on and so you couldn't get the bags loaded or whatever. You can back and forth once or twice, but ultimately they will do everything they can, understandably, not to pay and then therefore and there's no one and there's, to go to law. And there's no one, again, no independent um, um, person um, um, who logs all of the flights um, um, and when they're delayed um, uh, says... Yeah, apportions the... Uh, apportions of... blame. No, uh, and they don't. Um, and um, I'm afraid we're not going to get that system. So all you can do is hope for sooner or later this almost 20-year-old nonsense to be sorted out. But until then, well, good luck, everybody. And thank you very much indeed for your help, Charlotte. Thank you very much indeed for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow. Goodbye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.